you have pressed record after you did that. Evelyn, when nature calls, you don't put it on hold. That doesn't answer my question. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Less is More Season 1 finale. You're not even gonna wash your hands? <sighs> they never do. We figured before we claw our way into whatever bullshit insanity Season 2 holds for us, we'd take the time to tie up some loose ends first. That's why we're recording in the bathroom today. A creative decision which I'm sure will attract an entirely new kind of fan. As always, John is here in the bathroom with us. Say hi, John. Hey everyone, it's John. I really don't want to be here right now. Which, incidentally, is exactly why we're here today. Getting John out of the John. We're having the first ever live podcast exorcism! Yay! You record these a week in advance, and I don't get what's so live about it when two-thirds of us are dead. Soon to be half, John. Soon to be half. Why now? And not, you know, a year ago. Oh, I had bigger things going on. Like... I don't know, editing a whole podcast by myself? Riley, everyone is proud of you. You don't need to flex. That takes up two days out of every two weeks. You had time to get me out of here. I ran out of spoons. Sue me. You only needed to make one phone call. Hello? Holy Father? My bathroom has a dead pizza boy in it. Please let him go to heaven. You know I'm afraid of talking on the phone, John. And priests refuse to be in the same house as my mom. She makes Bibles burst into flames. Yeah, that explains a lot about you. Hey, I am nothing like that harpy! Look, John, I think it's totally reasonable that you're upset. As members of the Eaten by Riley Club, I feel like we could talk about this. We're in the same boat here. Actually, Evelyn, there's one big difference. I was eaten alive. Okay, we get it. I did a bad thing, and I acknowledge that. In my defense, the whole eating people alive thing definitely got better after episode two, but that doesn't excuse what I did to you, John. That's a start, I guess. So, I've taken the liberty of coming up with a solution. But first, let's... Do the intro. Evelyn? Hey everybody! If you're listening to this, it means you survived all the way to the season one finale. That's better than me, John, the children of the all-knowing Milton, Ryan Lowball, the campers from Camp One Counselor, Norm, Jordy P, Sishmail, and Brian Wilson the Ranger. And now to the list of deaths that happened off Mike. How about we don't do that? Okay, we'll save it for Patreon. I've seen things this year. Terrible things. A bureaucrat once came down here and tried to check Evelyn's ghost license. I ate his liver with some animal crackers and a carton of apple juice. I'm Riley, your best school friend. And I'm Evelyn, your ghost host with the most! John, say something. I'm John. I'm also a ghost and I'm eternally trapped in this porcelain hell. But not for long, because my brilliant, perfectly smooth brain has devised a strategy to get you safely out of here and into whatever afterlife pizza boys who die on the job go to. What's the plan, Riles? Are we gonna Google incantations again? No, last time we did that we ended up saddled with the creepy electrician. Oh, right. We don't have a great track record with magic on this show. Exactly. Sometimes, Ev, when you want a job done right, you need to contact the professionals. Thankfully, there are two of them stationed in the Tallahassee Community College. I found them on Facebook. Great, so you've hired some weird freelance warlocks to come and play hacky sack with my immortal soul. These ghost removers are actually highly scientific, and not shill science like calories or statistics. I'm talking about real science, with beakers and shit. Well, if that doesn't just fill me with confidence. How about we all just try to maintain a positive mental attitude? We're more likely to achieve our goals if we all work together and hope for the best. 
This bathroom is my Vietnam, Evelyn. Abandon all hope, ye who enter here. If we could put the pity party on hold for a second, I'm gonna give the ghost removers a call and see what their rates are. I'll pause the recording. See, Evelyn, this is why getting hydrated is government propaganda. You can't fight the power when you need to piss constantly. How did the call go? The call? The ghost remover call? Oh yeah, they should be here anytime now. My god, Delaney. The EMF readings are off the chart. It's an unprecedented level of spirit energy. We're looking at a KC-class haunting here. There's nobody in here, just hundreds of bones. And is this some kind of, like, ancient cursed tome on the table? The Sword of Relay. Definitely seems eldritch in nature. But these glyphs it's written in are unreadable. It feels like a trap. Do you think the ghost called us here, Regina? Unsure. The voice on the phone definitely sounded dead inside. And that'll be them. Hey, we're in the bathroom. Oh, fuck. It's the ghosts. They're trying to communicate. That's illogical. Ghosts rarely, if ever, defecate. Not a ghost. I'm a ghoul, and I'm waiting for you in the bathroom. Please come in. What if they died pooping? This could be an Eterna-poop situation. That's an Elvis-class event. Should we engage protocol number two? I don't see how that would... Oh, I get it. You're pulling my leg. <laughs> and you say these two are scientists? Remember, John, scientists only need to be super smart at one thing. They might be geniuses when it comes to ghost removal. Notice how even you had to throw a mite in there, Evelyn. Oh, for fuck's sake, I'll go get him. Hey, Pinky in the brain, we're in here. Dear Lord, it's an aggressive corporeal being. It's hideous. Look at the size of the eyes. I live here, assholes. I'm the one who called you. It appears that the occupying spirit has shrouded your physical form in some kind of nightmarish glamour. And it's anything but glamorous. I called you to get rid of ghosts, not my self-esteem. Get in here. Calling it now. This is gonna fail. Hard. You don't know that for sure. They can't even hear us. That's a red flag. Oh, holy crap, that stench. Oh my god. Oh, the olfactory readings are off the charts. Oh, it's like a for shit took a shit. A classic AVGN class scenario. Can we have some focus here, please? There's a ghost you need to bust. Yeah, can we not say bust? Doesn't make me feel good. Yeah, it feels kind of negative. Shh, I'm just using the official lingo. Was that the ghost you just responded to? Do you have the sight? This would explain the freakish color and circumference of the optical sensors. I-class scenario, for sure. Look, this pizza ghost has been in my bathroom for over a year. Since then, I have not known peace. Every shit is a battle. Snakes have manifested physically in my home, and not the tasty kind, the ouchy kind. I brought you here under the assumption that you'd be able to help me with this, not treat me like a lab rat in my own fucking home. Do you understand? Pizza ghost, do you say? That's a whole different scenario. Do we have a class for that, Delaney? Mm, depends. Is the ghost Italian? He's black. You can be both, Riley. Like Giancarlo Esposito? Was pizza the cause of his death? If it was, we need a list of every topping. I mean, in a manner of speaking. I just upgraded this haunting from Casper to Overlook Hotel class. It's looking like we'll need to use the total atomic vaporizer. The total what? Vaporize whom? Uh, that sounds dangerous. I was thinking a little more 
Humane? Oh, it's very humane. Total annihilation in two eighths of a nanosecond? They won't even know that they're double dead. Whoa, 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 whoa. Double dead? This really isn't what I ordered. What was that? I can't hear you over the machine. You can't just vaporize the ghosts. One of them is my friend, and I've already dicked the other one over enough. Two ghosts? Fascinating. This will be an excellent test of the TAV's power. Riley, do something! I don't want to be vaporized! Second it. Five seconds till vaporization. Ow! Dear God, they... They swallowed the total atomic vaporizer. What possessed them to do that? You don't think. Riley, you did it! You saved us both! Thanks for not being responsible for my second death. My tummy hurts. The fact that you're still alive after that is a medical marvel. Easily an MCU-class scenario. Mind if I conduct some tests? I'm about five minutes away from a bowel movement that might vaporize the Northern Hemisphere. I suggest you leave. I'm guessing we're not getting paid for this one. Don't worry, Delaney. We'll send the bill later. This is an IOU class- Fuck off! Professionals, right? Not a word, Johnny. Not a fucking word. I just ate a doomsday weapon for you. Ugh. This is the mother of all heartburn. Ugh. Okay, that might not have gone exactly as well as we expected. But I still think that we're generally moving in the right direction. Oh, really? In that case, it's your turn, Evelyn. You're the one who almost got us vaporized, Riley. I have borne the weight of my sins. Fine. Simmer down, everybody. When life gives you indigestion, it also gives you Evelyn Hooper! True words have never been spoken. I guess it can't be any worse than having my atoms pulled apart. That's the spirit. Ugh. Come on, Riles, it wasn't that bad. That's not the problem. Turn off the recording, I need a minute. any better? Marginally. Hey, have you went to college? Do you know how to reconstruct atoms? Riley, I was an English major. Okay, so the medicine cabinet's fucked then. I may not be able to unvaporize the cabinet, but I have something to help get John out of the bathroom. I'll keep my expectations low. Spill the beans. What's your solution? Good vibes. I'm so hosed. More specifically, someone who will definitely not try to annihilate our ectoplasmic forms. She's apparently a pretty huge deal in the paranormal community. And she's written three books. She's like a spiritual leader, I think? Sounds culty. She also does a lot of public speaking. My point still stands. And she probably won't spend half her time here insulting you. Well, that sounds like a step up at least. Where is she? <gasps> I'm already here, my children. Holy fuck! Don't startle me like that! I could level the block! Calm yourself, young one. All will be at peace. I'm Dr. Elaine Swanson, MD, PhD, MSG. Author, thought leader, paranormal philanthropist, dream weaver. And according to your Wikipedia, one-time organic restaurant owner. <laughs> we don't speak of that anymore. It's all in the ether now. I have no idea what's going on. I heard your call, Evelyn. So here I am. I'm about to solve all your problems. We're so glad you could join us. How did you do it? Astral projection. It's really not so difficult. So we've been told. The trick is... Anyway, 
Uh, yeah, you broke up a little later, Dr. Swanson. Yeah, this room kind of has a shitty connection. That's why I stopped trying to stream Professor Ha while I'm on the toilet. It's all fine, dears. We'll fight through it. After all, isn't anything good worth fighting for? She's so profound. I knew this was the right decision. There is a pain in this house. And a resentment. A burning, burning resentment. A hate, even. This person hates being here with every fiber of their being. They wish they could the person who owns this place. Could you repeat that last one? Yeah, yeah, that'll be me, Dr. Swanson. What's your name, my child? John. John Wheeler. What happened to you, John? We can't treat you if we don't fully understand what ails you first. Well, Riley ate me while I was trying to deliver them a pizza, then a demon almost took me to hell. The underworld, honey. Hell is the whole of it. The entire infernal plane. The underworld is where they punish sinners. Okay, well, my sin was apparently downloading movies and stuff illegally, so I almost got sent to the underworld. But instead, I got stuck in here. For a year. I can feel your pain, John. You've been here too long. You seek freedom, don't you? Oh god, yes. I need to get out of this nightmare. After being here for a year, I kind of regret just not going downstairs. It's actually pretty nice these days. You died too young, John. You want to move on, but you're not yet ready to shed the world of sensation. There's more you want to do here. You need a new, earthly body. I mean, it would be nice to have another shot at things, I guess. I wasn't exactly satisfied with where I was when everything ended. You had more potential. That time was stolen from you by a monster of some kind, wasn't it? Some sort of disgusting, vicious beast. I'm right here. Ignore that. They're bringing negative energy into the room. Would you like a second chance at life, John? Of course I would, but I don't even know if that's possible. Oh, it's possible, John. And anyone can do it. And it all starts with putting your faith into something bigger than yourself. Like God? <laughs> no, 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 my child. I'm talking about the demon prince Asmodeus, the mighty lord of the pleasures of the flesh. Beg your pardon? Prince Asmodeus, the king of experience. The dark stallion garbed in silken robes. The hungry flame that flickers in all mortal souls. If you put your trust, faith, and loyalty in him, anything is possible. Uh, Evelyn? You said she wrote three books. What were the titles? Let me check. Oh. What? Worshipping Asmodeus for a better sex life. Asmodeus worshipping for dummies. And The Bitch for Asmodeus, a memoir. We really need to start doing better background checks for these people. Look, Dr. Swanson, I appreciate that you're trying to help me here, but I'm not sure that I want to commit to swearing my allegiance to Osmodius. I mean, my parents are Methodist. When I die, they'll kill me. Don't buy into all the propaganda, my child. Asmodius only wants the best for you. 
He's the most benevolent and beautiful of the seven demon princes. If you want to be reincarnated into a new body, by his glorious will, you can be. All right. How would I do it? Simple, dear. First, you get a child and a sacrificial dagger. Okay, nope, no, we are done here. Isn't anything worth doing? Also worth spilling a little virgin blood on a goat skeleton altar? It's a matter of thinking positively, John. I'm feeling really uncomfortable right now. You can... A child of Asmodeus. Consecrate. The best peach cobbler you ever ate. Thank God she's gone. What happened? Like I told you, the astral connection is crappy in the bathroom. The call must have dropped. That was probably for the best. Sorry, everybody. I should have been a little more careful. Ah, uh, don't beat yourself up, Ev. You were trying your best. Nobody can fault you for that. Mm. You okay, Riles? Yeah. Still having some trouble with the total atomic vaporizer. Yeah. Why didn't I just smash it? Because you have a nasty habit of eating stuff without thinking? Okay, okay. I deserve that. Man, I need to get some fucking Pepto. I'll be right back. Keep John entertained. I've got a hand it, Avalyn. You have the patience of a saint. I don't know how you've been able to put up with direct Riley contact for over a year without going crazy. I know you two got off on the wrong foot, John. They ate my foot. They ate my everything. But they're a lot nicer than you think they are. Citation needed. They helped me get through a rough breakup. They rescued me from some tiny mad scientist. Heck, they saved the whole universe from Morby. Okay, that last one is pretty compelling, but still. Aren't they kind of an asshole? They definitely have a rough abrasive exterior, like a shark. But when you get past that... They eat you alive. Yeah, you're just being unfair. Are you really happy down here? In someone else's dark, dingy, creepy-as-hell basement? Is that really what you want to do with your afterlife, Evelyn? Or are you just looking at the positives because you know you don't have a choice? Well? I don't know, John. I guess I just try not to think about it. It's all I've had to think about. Every single day. So, sorry if I'm not exactly all smiles. Hey, Riles. Feeling better? Mmm, yes and no. My stomach is feeling better, but I can feel a pretty strong migraine coming on. Oh, yeah? How come? I found this waiting for me at the door. Greetings, one and all! It is I, the magnificent Eric Decora, here to save the day! Oh no, not him again. Oh shit! I know this guy! I went to his Vegas show for my birthday in 2019! I trust you had a phenomenal time, old sport? No, it was terrible! You jumped into the crowd and shanked the guy for recording the show on his phone! Well, you win some, you lose some, what can you do? Wait, you just responded to John! You can perceive us? Of course I can! I've reached the marvelous height of my psychic powers. I can see further than ever before. Like a pair of devilishly handsome binoculars. Further than ever before is a pretty low bar for a phony psychic. On the contrary, Riley, I've always been an incredible psychic. Yeah, and I'm Naruto. Take heed! Do you remember the predictions I gave you in episode two? Those glorified shitposts, you mean? Think, Almanzor, think! Do you remember prediction one? I don't know. A witch will take my bones? Riley, that actually happened! Lilith took all your bones in episode 14! Yes, Miss Hooper, yes! And the second one! But where the ukulele? Holy shit. Jordy P. tried to kill us all with his ukulele when we went to camp. Vindication! It feels so grand! Okay, cool your jets, Buckaroo. 
Your third prediction was bullshit. No event of dimension-destroying proportions happened in the basement. Ah, but you did make a new friend. Mm. Okay, that's true. Yay! Acknowledgement! Face it, old sport. I'm an exceptional clairvoyant. But you're a below-average medium. How come you can actually talk to ghosts now? That's a rather epic tale in and of itself. We have got an eternity to hear it. Okay, then. Gather round and listen close, my friends. Prepare for a story of highs and lows. Of tragedy and redemption. Of addiction and recovery. Of despair and hope. Of darkness and light. Night and day. Good and evil. Left and right. Coke and Pepsi! This is the sound of Moof and his 300-year-old French horn, believed to have been made from the armor of William the Conqueror himself. It would kill a lesser musician, but not Moof. He has mastered the beast. You can listen to Moof's new album, We Are All Moof, on Spotify right now. Moof has called himself the sound of a generation, and the greatest French horn player who ever lived. You will see God when you listen to Moof. You will find the similarities striking. I've also been told he's dazzlingly handsome and has a huge dick. I'm not Moof, but I wish I was. He's just really, really great. Stream my album, I mean his album, right now. Only on Spotify. Long story short, I got the LASIK and can perceive ghosts now. That story could have been at least an hour shorter. I feel like I know less than I did before. So you think now you could use your new ghost skills to help free John from the bathroom, Mr. Decora? Most definitely, my dear. I'm a thousand times the medium I used to be. With your permission, I can work my glorious magic and free Mr. Wheeler from his earthly bonds so he can take his rightful place in the beyond. What do you think, John? If it works, I'll take anything right now. That's what I like to hear. Now, a uh, small formality, I'll need you to sign this contract. Oh my goodness! Fuck! That's not a contract, that's a Stephen King novel. Do you really expect us to read that whole thing? Of course not. Don't be intimidated by the size. It's mostly legalese, all lorem ipsums and mea culpas. More for me than you. I've learned to cover my ass since the Tulsa McLean incident. Ugh, fine. You got a pen? Of course, my dear. Perfect. Just sign there, and here, and there, and under the picture of the clown, and sign your name backwards on this one. Initial there, a small self-portrait there, your star sign there, your mother's maiden name there, and your age and eye color there. Splendid. We're good to go, old sport. Great. I feel like I need to give my hand a rest after that. So, what happens now? Just stand back and watch me work my magic. Worry not! You'll be free of this horrible place in a jiffy. This is so exciting! I can't believe Eric is actually competent now! I'm still feeling a little incredulous about it. Silence! I must have complete focus. Exorcism rituals are extremely delicate procedures. Adio facile dissipi. Ego son quake tuono subiosis. Ilias enami amiasesti! Any idea what he's saying of? No idea, but it sounds super official. I beseech the forces of above and below to shatter the bindings of this tortured soul, to place his wretched incorporeal form under my charge, and rend his last tether to corporeality. Now! You feel any different now, Mr. Decora? 
I feel lighter, more mobile, like, like I'm not stuck here anymore. Holy shit, this might have actually worked. Did Eric fucking Decora actually just save the day, or am I just hallucinating this while I suffer from a total atomic vaporizer and do stroke? No, Riley, he actually did it. It's incredible. <laughs> not quite, old sport. <laughs> <laughs> you should have read the fine print. Satan? The one and only. Oh, come on, no fair. I'm the devil, Mr. Wheeler. Fair doesn't mean much to me. That's what I thought too initially, but what can I say? I've got a tendency to stew in resentment. Nobody's perfect. Fuck this, I'm getting the crossbow. No you won't, you're going to stand perfectly still. Shit, I can't move. Neither can I, it's like I'm totally frozen. That's good because I intend to take my time and really savor this. Ugh, sweet sticks, it smells awful in here. It's worse than the pit of eternal rot. Why is everyone roasting my bathroom today? It's pretty awful. Yeah, I try to avoid spending time in here when I can, and I can't even smell. Haven't you ever heard of Febreze? This is ghastly. You've been here for a year. A year, one month, 26 days, 17 hours, 26 minutes, and 8 seconds. Not that I've been counting. What the hell do you want this time, Satan? Nothing complicated. Just some good old-fashioned revenge for what you two fools did to my beloved underworld. We haven't exactly had a rise in redemption since you two turned into a tacky amusement park. Nobody admits their sins and repents with a mouth full of cotton candy. Hey, I tried my best. Doesn't that count for something? And what's more, my brothers have been roasting you relentlessly for what you did. The family group chat is becoming unbearable. It's just constant mocking and memes, and I blame your actions entirely. We can't help it that you have a shitty family. I can't even deal with my own shitty family. That's besides the point. The underworld sucks now, and it's all your fault. So, I'm going to take myself a consolation prize. <laughs> the soul of one media pirating little pizza boy. Oh, come on. Haven't I suffered enough? <laughs> <laughs> Suffered? You don't know the meaning of the word, Johnny Boy. I've spent millennia devising the cruelest, most despicable tortures to inflict upon the worst mankind has to offer. Murderers, pedophiles, telemarketers, door-to-door -door salespeople. People don't repent and see the light because of God. They do it because I show them just how dark the darkness can be. And you will repent, Mr. Wheeler. You and all the other petinets. I'll take you apart, atom by atom, if I have to and burn the sin out of your wretched little core. Jesus, dude, you really need to chill. Satan has no cheer as part of job description. I made a deal with one of your demon guys last year, so I wouldn't go to hell. Correct. But if you take a candor at the particulars of that deal. <clears throat> Jonathan John Wheeler is to be spared the flames of hell, providing he remains in the purgatorial domain of one Riley Armanzo's ensuite bathroom for the rest of conceivable eternity. In other words, if you leave this bathroom, your ass is mine. But you freed me. Isn't that cheating? You can't cheat when you make the rules, kid. You can't lose, either. Isn't there some kind of appeal system?
lawyer? Yeah, I'd really, really like to get a lawyer right now. <laughs> oh, don't worry about that. There's plenty in hell. Great. Now I have another reason to regret eating that stupid vaporizer gun. Probably be real useful right now. Look, I'm really sorry for ruining the underworld, but you can't punish John for that. It was my decision, not his. John just wanted not to spend forever in the bathroom. As much as it pains me to say it, I couldn't punish you even if I wanted to. You're a good person by all known parameters of judgment, and good people aren't my department. You, on the other hand, John, are a complete monster. You refunded books on Audible that you actually enjoyed. Did you know the authors had to pay back the differences on refunded books? It's horrifying. I wasn't aware of that. Ignorance is no excuse for sin. I've wasted quite enough time on this filthy excuse for a bathroom today. Let's head downstairs and get you processed. I can't wait to try out my new thumb screws. I've been needing a pick-me-up lately. I do hope all the free movies were worth it, Jonathan. When will this nightmare end? Going down. <laughs> Wait! What? I hate when people interrupt my laughs. So you can only punish bad people, right? Wasn't I clear enough on that? I have a song prepared to further clarify if necessary. One second. Me, 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 me. I come. No, no, that won't be necessary. Damn it. Nobody ever lets me sing the song. If you're gonna take anyone down to hell for eternal torture, it should be me. What? I literally killed John for the stupidest reason ever, and it's because of me that he's been trapped in my bathroom for over a year. And it's not just that, I've been a huge jerk to John, to Evelyn, and, well, everyone. Riley, you don't need to do this. I can't just let John go to hell. He doesn't deserve it. Riley, you don't- So if you want to take the person, or a ghoul, most deserving of punishment, let John go and take me. Trust me, I probably deserve Hellfire for a lot more than he does. Oh, save it. You say that now, but when push comes to shove, you'll back out as soon as you smell the brimstone. All you mortals are just selfish. You only hand over your souls willingly if you need to advance your own music career. Fucking try me, Red. I've lived with Carmen Almanzar for nearly 28 years. You've got nothing to threaten me with. Is that a challenge, I hear? Very well. I suppose I should bring you downstairs and help you make an informed decision. After all, it's your eternity. Yes, we're coming too. At least we all have physical bodies in hell. Maybe we can go back to that Nickelback restaurant. Silence! Riley, how are you feeling about that deal now? You haven't done anything to me yet. I'm not a fan of the dry heat, but I can cope. <laughs> I love that. The snarky ones are always the most rewarding to break. Let's have a look at your sins first, then we'll be ready for a nice damnation tasting plate. I've already eaten an atomic laser today. Damnation's a perfect dessert. That attitude is getting extremely grating. As far? Hey, what's shaking, boss man? Is it just me, or do these guys sound really similar? I don't hear it. As far, bring me the file on Riley Omanzo. Yeah, which sections? The whole thing. Alright, I'll get the wheelbarrow. Wheelbarrow? Come on, there can't be that much. Well, fuck me then. Let's have a look at section 16B. <clears throat> 
In December of 2007, you mauled and devoured a department store Santa at Capital West Shopping Center because you had not gotten a pony for Christmas the previous year. Or any other year. You are still getting Santa photos at 14? That's part of why it's considered a sin. And the punishment for that sin is right here, behind door number one. For all Christmas-related murders, your body cavity will be filled with cheap plastic toys, paper crowns, and groan-worthy dad jokes. Then, you'll be ripped in half eight times a day and twelve on actual Christmas. It'll drive you crackers. Holy shit. Is that fear I see in those buggy pink eyes of yours, Riley? No. Obviously not. And if one more fucking person takes a shot at my eyes today, I swear to God, that file's gonna get longer. Speaking of the file, let's take a look-see at Section 200G. Oh, this is a fun one. In June of 2018, you received your sixth strike from Pizza Pizzazzo after traumatizing a child in the ball pit. Whoa, Riley! It's not as bad as it sounds. I was undoing the harm of the American educational system. That doesn't sound like a sin. <laughs> you are wrong. As for, read the transcripts. Sure thing, Effie. Ahem. Quote, Your parents have probably already been replaced by cloud people. The only way to tell is to sneak up on them and set their hair on fire because normal moonling hair smells really bad when you burn it, but cloud people hair smells like lavender. No, listen, don't cry. Just listen, okay? I'm telling you the truth. This is real life. Stop running. Why are you running? Come back. End quote. He's reading it wrong. Of course it sounds bad with that inflection. I mean, it's better than what I thought he was going to say, but... Maybe I just watch too much Dateline. Do you have anything else to say for yourself, Riley? Uh, I plead the fifth? The Constitution doesn't apply here. Especially the parts about cruel and unusual punishment. Speaking of, let's open up door number two. Behold. It's a perfect replica of my fourth grade classroom. That's right because the punishment for traumatizing other people's children is being forced to recreate your own most awkward childhood moments on a loop. Forever. Oh, God. This is that time when I left an anonymous valentine on my crush's desk, and when he told me he recognized my handwriting, I vomited all over the place. If it's any consolation, this is nothing compared to the punishment we get people to traumatize their own children. It, uh, involves corkscrews. Who comes up with these punishments? Oh, we all put suggestions in a box and Satan picks the ones that make him laugh the hardest. I'm a big fan of irony. Moving right along, how are you feeling about your offer, Riley? Any hesitations creeping in? I stand unwavering. Wonderful. I am loving that upward inflection. What do you think, Asphar? Should we show them one more? You're the boss, boss. Perfect. Let's read file 4000Z. Just last week, you ate a rag of ribs in your bed, got barbecue sauce all over the sheets, and didn't wash them before you went to sleep. Oh, come on. In fact, let's see. Have they washed those sheets yet? Uh, they have not. It's on my to-do list. Irrelevant. Time to see what's behind door number three. someone's college dorm. It's not just someone's college dorm. It's where we send people who don't wash the sheets. You have to live here with a bachelor in his early 30s who refuses to buy a bed and instead sleeps on a nest made of towels. His name is Chris. So, you guys ever smoke DMT? That's horrible. Not so fast, Evelyn. He might be onto something with the nest thing. You guys ever seen Pope Fiction? Changed my life. Wait, love that movie. Okay, well... They can't all be winners. And that's only three of your potential tortures. 
I showed you all of them, we'd be here for all millennium. Now, what do you say, Riley? Not so cocky now, are we? You've certainly presented a selection of pretty horrifying fates, I'll give you that. Thank you. I try. I think I've made my decision. If me going to hell means that John and Evelyn can go free, I guess I'm going to hell. The underworld, actually? Yeah, yeah, whatever. Riley, no, you can't do that! Really? Yeah. I've spent a lot of this year thinking about how I've hurt people in my life, and even though sometimes it was because I wasn't in a good headspace, I've come to realize that my intentions count for nothing if I don't take accountability, so... This is me, doing that. You're bluffing. You're not just going to throw away your soul for a pair of annoying ghosts you barely know. I can see how much you're sweating right now. You're scared shitless. Of course I am. This is eternal damnation we're talking about. But if that's what it takes to make things right for Evelyn and John, and that one mall Santa, fuck it. <sighs> Evelyn, John, I hope this makes up for everything. Please don't do it, Riley! I don't want to be dead without you! Yeah, I mean, I... I appreciate the sentiment, but this is a little harsh. I don't want you to be tortured. Not forever, anyways. I've never been mind-changed on a single thing, ever. And I refuse to start now. Enjoy heaven for me, guys. Thanks for an amazing year, Evelyn. And... Sorry I ate you, John. There has to be another way, Riley! Doesn't look like it from where I'm standing. And if this big red blowhard can promise you get to go to the afterlife you deserve, then a little eternal torture is a small price to pay. <laughs> so it's a deal. Let's shake on it. If we have to. Riley, please! You really don't have to do this for me. The contract is sealed. <laughs> I'm going to turn the underworld back into the palace of righteous suffering was always meant to be. Starting with you, Riley. It's just too delicious. I, uh, I guess this is goodbye, Ev. I didn't want it to happen like this, Riles! I'm number one. Satan rules. Go, Satan. Who's the man? Hey, you're the man, boss. You're damn right I am. I won't leave, Riley. There's gotta be something you can get me on. I used to smoke when I was a teenager. I secretly think I'm better than people who like pop music even though I know it's just internalized misogyny! I've killed ants! I'm afraid there's nothing I can do for you, old spawn. Everyone get a hug in before we take Riley to their doom. <sighs> Jesus, you're a tight hugger. I'm making up for lost time. Do you want to get in on this, John? Mm, no, I uh, think it's still a no. That's fair. Alright, that's enough of that. Break it up. Come along, Riley. And you two can run along now. I've had my pound of flesh. I'll never forget you! Hey, everybody! Thanks for listening to Less is Morgue, the bi-weekly comedy podcast from the Prapes Collective. This episode was audio-engineered by me, Scott Tom. So, this shit again? Why have we stopped? Well, uh, it, uh, looks like we're getting an urgent correspondence from upstairs. Oh, of course, those non-Euclidean pencil pushers need to put in their two cents. Well, 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 this is, uh, quite the 11th hour development. Says here you can't take Riley. What? Heck yeah! Excuse me? 
Well, uh, in willingly and knowingly offering their soul up for torment in exchange for nothing but the salvation of Evelyn and John, they have demonstrated the cardinal virtue of charity, specifically Article 2, Subsection 6, self-sacrifice. And according to the heavenly ordinances established by the Amendment in 65, action that can be classed as a cardinal virtue cancels out any previous deadly sins. Wait, are you saying that Riley, our Riley, Learned a lesson? Yeah, there's still plenty of room for improvement, but that's it in a nutshell, Toots. This is absolute horse piss. You cannot be serious. I'm not done reading the envoy, boss. Oh, of course not. It also says here that the spirits of Jonathan Wheeler and Evelyn Hooper are now formally unbound from their earthly remains, and as per the clause number six of the Hargreaves Act, they can pass between the ethereal and physical planes at their leisure. And what's that in English? It means we're not tied to Riley anymore, John. We're free! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking finally! Smell you later, assholes! <laughs> Alright, Riley, we did it! Fuck. You're right, we did. It took a while and I had to risk my eternal soul, but we got there eventually. Wanna head back to the basement? With you? Yeah! Didn't you hear what Asfar said? You're free to go. You can go haunt Chad Kroger now or whatever. You don't have to stick with me anymore. I know, but I want to. I think we should celebrate. I can go out anytime I want from now on, but tonight I want to order some barbecue and crack open a cheap bottle of wine with my best friend and roommate. But only if you'll have me. Fuck yeah, I will. Let's see when the last chance stops delivering. Not so fast, you little shitters. You think you can make a fool of me like this and get away with it? I've ruined lives. I've toppled empires. I'm the Lord of Darkness, for fuck's sake. I can't be beaten by a pair of fucking podcasters. If you need to blow off some steam, Mr. Satan, I'm sure there are still some pretty cool rides if you haven't torn them all down yet. Oh yeah, and I've heard those cotton candy corn dogs do wonders for stress. <laughs> Fuck all of you. I didn't want your stupid souls anyway. You'll fuck up later, and then you'll come straight back to me. Hey, sorry about that, folks. That boss can be a little high-strung sometimes. He'll calm down after he's had a glass of scotch and taken a lava bath. Can we go home now? The battery on my laptop is running real low. And the dry heat down here is crazy! Hey, you get used to it. Have you two been, aside from the whole getting dragged into the abyss by the father of lies thing? Let's just say you were right about a lot of wild shit coming down the pipeline. But it's all over now. Oh, uh... Yeah, sure, uh... All over. Yeah, let's let's not ruin the moment. Congrats on clearing all the darkness off your slate, Mr. Almanzo. Thanks. This time I'll try to keep it off. Woo, we're back! What an end of the season, huh, Riley? Yep. Leave it to us to end our first season on an actual deus ex machina. And people told me it was unrealistic to have one in the sort of relay. Is it weird that I feel like it's only going to get crazier from here? Don't jinx us, Evelyn. I want at least a couple weeks of calm before some other crazy bullshit inevitably happens to us. It's nice that John got to move on. I hope he comes back to visit sometime. He absolutely won't, Evelyn. The poor guy was practically a hostage. Fair enough. <gasps> the bathroom! I can finally have a single crumb of privacy! And not a moment too soon, because I'm getting another wave of atomic stomach cramps. Really should have just smashed that thing, huh? Well, you can keep that in mind for next time. Wrap this up, Evelyn. Thanks for listening to our first season, everyone. Your support means so much to us. And we can't wait to see you again for season two. Stay safe, stay spooky. And if you were thinking about eating an atomic vaporizer weapon today... Aww.
Maybe consider eating literally anything else. Why do I do this to myself? Less is Morgue Season 2 will debut on Friday, September 3rd of this year. Mark your calendars, folks, as it only gets more crazy from here. That's a Prape's Collective guarantee. September 3rd. Get ready. Yeah, I'm kind of fucking... I have no idea what I'm gonna do for the outro. Let me put it that way. Uh, I feel like I've done everything so far, creatively. Like, I was a girl that one time. I was a seven-year-old. I've done me dying in a spaceship like three times now. Uh, I've had existential crises. I've been uh, in different places. I had that old, like, sound effect music from the beginning of it. Like, this is the final episode. I feel like this outro should be, like, I don't know, like, big? Like, this should be the culmination of everything that, uh, like, I don't know, that I've learned over the show or, like, some kind of fun joke or something like that. I, I don't know. What, what do you think? Dude, look, let's be honest here. You've done this so many times now. Like, this shit is second nature to you. I think your problem is, because it's the finale, you're overthinking it, you know? Like, you, obviously, we want to give the audience something special, but that doesn't mean we need to tie ourselves in knots, you know, with this, like, one-upmanship type stuff, you know? Yeah, I got you. Like, I, I think at the end of the day, you got to do what feels right for you. you got to do the Scott Thomas outro, because, you know, that's what people love about it. They love that it's you, and that it's you doing, like, your thing, and that you have the creative control. And, look, look I, I don't know, man, like, I can't tell you how to do this. Like, it's in you. you just got to find it. You know, I, I think you're right, you know? Maybe, maybe for this time, I should do something a bit more understated. Something a bit like, you know... I don't know, like, I, I, I a nice thank you, you know? I've, I've never been, like, wholesome in an outro. It's always been, like, threatening to kill people or, uh, you know, destroying a pantheon of deities or something like that. Maybe, maybe I should do something, you know, something simpler, you know? Exactly. Classy, understated. It's, you know, people won't expect it. And that's what it's all about, subverting people's expectations. Absolutely. They love it when you do that. Yeah, they <laughs> fucking love it. So, yeah... Get the outro done, make it something just small but sincere, and then I think you've earned yourself a break. Let's say a couple hours, and then we'll start producing season two. Sound good? Yeah, that, that sounds good. Okay. Thanks for listening to season one of Less is Morgue, the bi-weekly comedy podcast from the Prapes Collective. This episode was engineered by me, Scott Thomas, and written by Henry Galli, Gus Zagarella, and Meg Malloy tootin with episode art by Jasper Taylor. This episode starred Alexis Bristow as Riley, Meg Malloy Tootin as Evelyn, Jeremy Shawell as John, Jordan Cobb as Regina, Julia Schifini as Delaney, Addison Peacock as Dr. Elaine Swanson, Graham Rowett as Eric DeCora, Charlie Port as Moof, Scott Thomas as Satan and Asfar, and Henry Galley as Chris. Executive production by Ori Sakura. And our theme song is composed by Nick Heilman. You may be wondering, how can I survive the three months and a bit of change season break? Well, don't you worry. If you keep an eye on our feed, we can promise you that we'll have plenty of little goodies for you before then. But while you're waiting for Less's Morgue, here are a few shows that you should check out that we haven't mentioned on here before. True Tales of the Illuminati, Georgie Romero is Done For, Primordial Deep, Me, My Demon, and I, Whichever Path, Jar Rebuke, Hit the Bricks, and Fireside Folktales. Check the show notes for links. Want to find out more about Less's Morgue? Visit our website at www.lessismorgue.com. 
Want to get updates on our show and interact with our ghoulish and ghostly hosts? Follow us on Twitter and Instagram from at LessIsMorgue, Tumblr at LessIsMorguePod, and then our Facebook page at Podcast. Want to support the show and get access to fun stuff like stickers, behind-the-scenes facts, and exclusive minisodes for little as a dollar a month? Check out our Patreon at LessIsMorgue. Thanks again for sticking with us for the whole first season, folks. We promise you, come September 3rd, your patience will be rewarded. Good night, everybody. Yeah, okay, that's good. Here we go. Now just to edit this fucking thing, and then it's taking a nap. What the f- Sorry, Prime, but it's probably best if you're asleep for this part. 637 to subspace. I got him. Ready for extraction. Copy. Zeroing in on your coordinates. Say, you really think this is gonna work? I mean, he's literally just another one of us. How is he going to turn the tide of the war? I don't know. Guess we'll find out. <laughs>